almost over and I hope you're having a good year and I hope things are going well for you and I want to welcome you to wondering with prostate cancer no fear necessary and you know I got some things I want to kind of throw out there today and you know I've been at this wondering with prostate cancer now a little over a year and in that time, and even in my years prior to my diagnosis, you know, I've always kind of tried to take care of my body, take care of my life and my, and what went in it. And, you know, I still end up with prostate cancer. So, you know, what does it matter what we eat and, and all those things? And it does matter. You know, um, as I've said in the past, you know, I, I ran my body in the ground. You know, uh, I, yeah, I tried to eat as good as I could and, you know, but I just ran it in the ground, I just did too much, just too much going on in my, in my life. And, you know, I want to kind of help today. I want to throw some things out there today that I think will help you. Um, maybe if you're struggling with dieting and, you know, kind of with your health, you know, I want to throw some things out there today. So, and some of these things may seem hard. It may seem impossible. And, you know, you know, why am I talking about it? You know, because I'm living it. And what is, what does it really take for us to change and to be satisfied or happy where we are with our health? And so I'm going to kind of talk from that perspective, but I'm going to give you some, some tools today. Also, you know, I've had some calls, people saying, Hey, can you, can you help me, you know, get my weight under control or can you help me get my cholesterol down, you know, get me off, you know, these prescribed drugs, you know, that the, the doctors are prescribing for me, you know, is it, what can I do? And, you know, one of the things I'm going to come out and first say, you know, if you're on, you know, drugs or medications, you know, you need to make sure you consult with your physician. 
Um, and you may get some opposition. And I'm just going to point that out immediately. You may get some opposition because, you know, we, they kind of have a protocol of what they want us to be and how we, how we should look and, you know, what's supposed to happen with our life. And, you know, they want us to go down a particular trail. And one of the things in my, in my life, you know, I, I've had the pleasure of being an expert witness, um, you know, in court, you know, being deposed by, you know, the opposition attorneys. And, you know, it's funny, you know, you know, we throw this word around expert, you know, this person's the expert and that person's qualified. And one of the things that I found in my life is how we get disqualified or people don't want to listen or even though we may be telling the truth and it may make sense and it can be correct, but inevitably they want to disqualify us because they just don't want to listen, don't want to change or just don't want to believe it because it means that they have to do some things differently. You know, we have to do some things differently. So how does that work with diet and, 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 and our life? You know, you know, people may come up to you, ask you, you know, advice for something and you give them that advice. And they may say, well, such and such didn't have to do that. And I, I've you know, spoken on this before. Now, how many times we get asked questions and when we tell them our, our process or our methods, you know, nine times out of 10, well, such and such didn't have to do that. You know, people are always trying to disqualify you, but not so much disqualify you as it is disqualify themselves. And are you one of those that have always disqualified yourself? And is that some of the reason maybe you struggle, you know, with your health, with your diet? Because you're constantly disqualifying what you're trying to achieve. And I kind of look at it sometimes as, you know, maybe taking the easy way out. You know, just saying, well, I can't because of such and such. As I say, you know, you know, we come up with excuses why we can't make these changes. So what does that look like? You know, you know, being an expert witness, you know, one of the things that happens is you have to turn in your resume, opposing counsel looks at it. And what they try to do is try to disqualify you. And especially after you've been deposed and or you get on the witness stand what they want to try to do is just discredit your testimony and one of the things you know as a cpa that gives me credentials but what also allows me to be an expert witness are my qualifications or my experience because see you can be an expert witness and not be a CPA if it's, you know, especially dealing in finance. You know, I've done some construction cases and real estate cases where I've been an expert witness. So I have extensive uh, experience in construction. 
You know, you, if you heard my financial series, or even even this series, I talk about construction a lot because it's a process. You follow systems, you follow a schedule. And this health thing is kind of the same thing. I'm on a real strict, I won't call it strict, I'm on a real dedicated um, schedule. And, you know, I, I do 13 juices a day. Um, you know, I got so many, you know, supplements that I take. You know, I got, you know, my, my schedule from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., it's pretty structured. You know, within that, you know, I get some work in here and there. But my main focus is scheduling my, my treatment. I forgot to turn my air conditioning off and I hear it, but hopefully it's not bothering you guys too much. I apologize and I don't have my remote. But anyway, so, you know, you get the structure and you get these qualifications. So I remember being deposed one time and you know, giving my testimony. And, you know, what we hope, you know, is maybe we don't even have to go to court. And, you know, a lot of times they wait to the last minute to come up with a settlement because sometimes in the deposition, they realize that we don't want to get this guy here on the stands, on the stand, you know, his, his testimony or his, his look on this could, could damage our case and we can lose even more if we get this guy on the stand. So let's, let's lead this guy off. And it's because of my knowledge of the information. Yes, I may, I have CPA and CVA behind my name, but my experience is what gives me the power of that expert that maybe they don't want to hear. And so I kind of want to talk to you about health, you know, and not that I'm an expert in health. I don't want to say that, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I have experienced some things. And at the age of 60, I've gone through a lot. My body has gone through a lot. And I know where my body is now. So I think I'm qualified to kind of talk on this. And I've helped people in my lifetime to get through some of their health ch challenges and diet you know, challenges. So I want to help those that maybe are struggling. And you know, maybe you've been on four or five diets and you know, it's just like, I just can't, I can't break it. You know, you hear people saying, I've been on a diet and, you know, I go right back. And I understand that. So I kind of want to maybe break some strongholds, you know, break some things to get you through, to get you over so you don't have to look back. And I posted some pictures of my, of my back, not because I want to show you my back, but I'm not looking back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back to the health I was even a year and a half ago. And even though, you know, my health, you know, to many and myself, I thought was really, you know, right on point. You know, I've, you know, I've been a world-class master's athlete, you know, for almost, tw almost 20 years. You know, so I kept myself in, in shape. So, but, you know, as an expert witness, sometimes, you know, your testimony, you know, just don't, won't even get you on the stand. 
And when we talk to our physicians sometimes, even our friends and family, what they want to do is disqualify us. And a lot of time we can get disqualified because we don't know, we don't understand. So I want to kind of over these next few weeks is give, give you some information so you can be qualified or more than anything, have the confidence to stand firm on the changes or the lifestyle that you're choosing to, 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 to live by now to get your body or your health in shape, make, to get you off the medication and the drugs that you are. You know, you know, one of the things, you know, we, we, we talk about, you know, you know, junkies and drug addicts. You know, when we say that, you know, we look at guys and women on the street, you know, maybe using illegal drugs. But are we any different when we use prescription drugs? Yeah, they help us. Yeah, my blood pressure came down. And are we running from something in the street, you know, trying to hide and run from pain? Well, we know people get hooked on painkillers. You know, we hear some more, they're hooked on prescription drugs. And I just kind of want to bring these together. And I'm not, you know, trying to pass any judgment on either any of them, especially those in the street. And I think, you know, that's kind of the point I want to make. We want to talk about those who are on heroin and cocaine and marijuana and all these things. We want to call them drug addicts. But is it any different when it's prescribed? What, well, we say it's different because, hey, well, it's helping my cholesterol, my blood pressure, my diabetes and stuff like that. Well, we depended on those things. And do we have to be? Well, what are the guys in the street? What are they on drugs for? What are they running from? Maybe pain of life. And what do we do when, you know, we get faced with medical ch challenges? Do we just run to the physician and say, man, just prescribe it and, you know, I, and I can keep going? Are we willing to fight for our life and for our health? And again, I, I understand, you know, you know, medication is there to help us, but does it hinder us sometimes? And so I kind of want to just uh, shake you up a little bit and say, you know, you know, do you want to make that change? You know, are you overweight? Are you underweight? You know, where are you from a health perspective, from a physical perspective, and more than anything, from a mental perspective? Because through this whole thing, especially this last year and a half, this mental fight is just, I, I, I you know, if I could say it, you know, I, I, I say this is not an explicit show, you know, it's a mind screw. And you all know what the word that we you know we've used in the past, you know, when we say, man, this is, this is, and it really is. The mental part of this is so important. And that's to get through it, whether anything that we are. And it's not just medication. It could just be food. You know, can we walk away from things that we know that are hurting our, our bodies? 
you know, and, you know, we may look in the mirror and have we just said, you know what, I'm comfortable with where I am. Are we really being truthful to ourselves? Are we willing to put the work in? So I've gone through some things in my life, you know, you know, from a medical perspective of my health. You know, I've had broken bones, you know, I've had other things that have gone on that, you know, I've had to have surgery and some other things, you know, and I, I try to get off, you know, any medications or, or painkillers immediately. You know, normally when I leave the hospital, you know, from a surgery, you know, they prescribe me some lower tabs or, you know, the Oxycontin. I may go get it filled, but usually I don't take them. I don't want to get hooked. Maybe I'm afraid of that. Maybe because I know I've been addicted to other things in my life and I don't need anything else. So maybe, you know, I have a motivation to maybe do some things, maybe a little different. And even this health, you know, I'm motivated to be cancer. So what's your motivation to maybe get your health the way you want it? And the first thing is to, you know, let's be honest where we are and what we want to do with our health. Okay. And again, you know, check with your doctor, but I want to kind of talk, you know, and I'm going to give you some things, you know, to kind of look at. And, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to share my screen real quick. And as I get ready to share my screen, what I'm also going to do, I'm going to go get my remote so I can turn this air conditioning off. And I hope everybody can see this BMI table. And, I, and I'm going to just walk away for a minute. So um, excuse me. Uh, I apologize, but just need to walk away from it. AC was bothering me more than was bothering you. Maybe the sound's a lot better now. These headphones pick up everything. But what I hope you see is a body mass index. And I remember looking at this years ago. You know, even when uh, I was running and, you know, doing well. And I realized that, man, I'm a, maybe a little overweight. And some of these numbers just seem impossible. It's like, there's no way that I can get to this weight. You know how? But you can. You can. And so I'm going to post this on my website at corymoody.podbean.com. Um, you can also write me um, at Corey M. 
at moodybennettcpa.com, and I'd be glad to send you this. But you can just go online. I mean, they got body mass index. You know, everything's out there online. You know, it's just a regular BMI body index. So, you know, where I am, and this is in inches, you know, I'm right at 71 inches, and between 70 and 71. And actually, I grew a little bit after high school and in college a little bit, you know, about an inch and a half, actually. But right now, I'm at 145 pounds. You know, the pictures I posted is 145 pounds. And one of the reasons I wanted to show that, because a lot of times people think when you get to these weights, you're skin and bones. And I think if you look at those pictures, you know, I got some muscle mass and some definition. So I'm not just, you know, looking, you know, anorexic or, you know, just like, you know, there's nothing there. And that's 145 pounds. And I was typically walking around them between 170 and 175, kind of comfortably not doing anything and being told I look good. And, you know, 175 actually, you know, that has me, you know, a little on the overweight side, you know, kind of on the high end. You know, I just believe in these charts, we kind of need to be in the middle of these charts, you know, even when we look at our blood work and stuff. So I want you to go get your body mass. I want you to see where your weight is. And don't say you can't do it. It's impossible. Okay. The other thing I want you to do is to get, get, get a tape, you know, one of those yellow tapes. And then what I want you to do is to start measuring yourself, measure your neck, your head, your biceps, your chest, your waist, your hips, your thighs, your calves. Measure everything. Because one of the things you'll find out is losing weight or losing inches can be opposite. You can lose inches and not maybe lose weight because, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. So this way you got kind of have two indicators that's helping you through this process. And I remember, you know, you know, reading and listening and researching diet stuff, you know, you know, pretty much my whole life. And, you know, people are always trying to say, you know, never look at a scale, you know, it's kind of like looking at a clock. You look at a clock all day, time just never goes. And it's like, if you're always looking at a scale, you just never, you, you never lose weight. Well, I think it's the opposite. I probably weigh myself three, four times a day, especially when I was really trying to cut weight um, when I was running, because I wanted to see how things affected my body. You know, when I ate this, when I exercised, you know, what were the ebb and flows in my weight? So when you start understanding what works, what's not working, you know what to keep doing or, or start doing or stop doing. So I just think it's kind of important to look at your weight, look at your inches. See, I believe in indicators. You know, one of the things in my profession, you know, we look at what we call KPIs, key performance indicators. We're always looking at indicators just telling us how well we're doing 
or how bad we're doing. And diet and our lifestyle is no different. You know, you can get too many indicators and get confused. But most of the time, it's not too many indicators as it is not understanding what those indicators are telling us and listening to the naysayers. Because just as, just as much as people love us, when we start making changes to the better, you know, they always say, you don't have to do this. You know, one of the things, you know, you know, I stopped drinking alcohol completely. And I remember someone came to me and said, oh, man, it's, it's this day or it's that day. I said, it's always going to be a day. So if I do it for this day, what's going to prevent me from doing it from the next day? So we just got to say no to things that we know we don't want to do. You know, it's, it's Christmas, so you can do this for the, you know, you can eat this today. And what happens, everything becomes the exception than the rule. And we want everything to be the rule. And so let's just do it right. So we just got to stay away. And, you know, again, people going to, people always going to tell us, hey, you know, you can do this. And that's because they don't want to do it. And then when you start doing those things, you know, it puts them under, you know, some guilt sometimes. Because they may have said it and, you know, will tell you, well, I did this, well, I didn't have to do this. So that's why I say you got to be careful of getting disqualified. So the day I really want us to mentally kind of get prepared. So, you know, go pull down a um, BMI chart. Okay. And the other thing I, I guess I, I meant to, I went to show, and I guess I'm going to pull up. Um, do I have it up? Uh, I don't have it up anymore. But on this chart, this BMI. So the, also online, it tells you what your BMI index is. And see, you want your index to be around 21, 20, 21, 22. Let's say right here in the middle. Let's say, you know, the median. Not the mean, but the median. You know, the median is going to be right in the middle. Okay? So, so you can, there are things that help you calculate those. Don't be afraid of it. Okay, and then we'll start, you know, talking about things we can do, you know, from a dietary perspective. You know, my number one thing in my arsenal is juicing. So I want to talk just a little bit about juicing. Because I do, you know, 10 to 13 glasses a day. And it's just three, three different juices I do. I do a green juice, which has lettuce, romaine lettuce. I use a red cabbage. I use beet tops. I use green pepper. I use an apple. And I thought a green pepper would make it just undrinkable. But it actually, it tastes good. Now, there's some... Um, um, other things you can use, and I'll, I'll have that list posted, very few. But one of the things that, you know, on my plan, 
is not to substitute celery or spinach. So we have to find out what works. You know, I think I kind of talked last week that, you know, avocados and berries and cucumbers are not good for me because they overwork my digest my digestive system. And I'm not, you know, I'm trying to save my enzymes, you know, to fight the cancer. But, you know, for weight loss and, you know, you don't have a, uh, you know, uh, a cancer or fighting a chronic disease or something, you know, maybe, you know, you can probably do those things just to get the weight off. But as you start understanding your makeup of your body, remember when I, I kind of started talking, you know, get your comprehensive blood panel. You know, I kind of started this by everybody find out where you are from a health perspective, you know, you know, for men, you know, get your PSA. And then everyone, you know, get your comprehensive blood panel. You know, kind of find out where you are with all the other things in your life. Okay, so that's what we always want to make sure, you know, where are we in our life? You know, what makes us different than the next person that they can eat this, I can't, or vice versa. Even though we can read about it and it says it's good. So we're gonna really start fine tuning it for your, you know, for your individual body. The main thing today is you can and you will if you want to. And I need your help to get me through what I'm going through. And I wanna be there to help you get through whatever you're going through. So we're gonna go through this together to try to make sense over everything. And understand we're gonna have loved ones to tell us it's all right to do this. I read this, I read that. And you gotta understand this for yourself. You know, one of the things, you know, I can kind of tell, you know, we gotta push away the sweets and the sugars. You know, the fried foods, you know, just, you know, you know, what I found out in this journey, you know, everything that I was eating really was a comfort food. Our body only needs nutrition. And that's why I juice so much because I just, I'm just living off nutrition. And I posted those pictures, you know, cause I'm 145 pounds. People said, man, he's skin and bones. I want you to see that. I have some definition still. I'm not skin and bones. So you don't have to look like people try to make you believe that you're going to look if you just change your lifestyle. Okay? So you're going to be your own expert witness with your health. So my doctors, they help me understand, you know, if it's something I don't know, or I need some explanation, you know, hopefully they, they can explain it to me. But I do understand what I need to do for my health. See, what I've learned on this journey, and, and I look back on prior visits, 
they, you know, most physicians want us to follow a, their protocol for their practice. I was talking to someone a couple of weeks ago, and they was trying to lead me down a treatment path. And what we have to be aware of that a lot of times, and they mean well, they want to lead us down a path of treatment, not cure and not getting healthy. But do we put that on ourselves? Do we say, you know what, just go ahead and treat me and I'll just live that way. And you know what, there's really nothing wrong with that. I want to keep eating all this and I don't want to change. You know, I'm going to take, you know, my insulin and all that so I can keep eating my sweets and all that. That's your choice. But if you understand the side effects, or if you say, I really don't want to do that and you don't think you have a choice. What I want to do, you know, what this is really about is to let those know that there are options out here. If you choose to, and if you don't, it's okay. But I would still recommend get your weight and some of your other things under control so the medication can work better or they can reduce the dosage. If they reduce the dosage, it can reduce the side effects. But do we even do that? Do we just keep piling it on and knowing, hey, I can just go to my doctor and take a pill? And is that what we've kind of done even with dieting? You know, I know it's a billion dollar industry. You know, this pill, that pill. And it's just a matter of us getting it under control ourselves. And no matter which way we go, get your power back for your health. You know, our bodies are the temple. Okay, so I want you to go get you, pull down a, a, a BMI index. Okay, put it on your refrigerator. Maybe you got some other things up there, but put that BMI index up there. Okay, and this is for weight. So you can see where you are on that weight for the BMI index. Okay, see where you are. And if you're in the good range, Hey, keep on rolling. But if you're on medication and you want to get off it, let's see what we can do to maybe get you off medication if you want to. Because it is a lifestyle change. It's a decision we have to make individually. And it can be tough. This is not easy. But it's not as hard as it appears to be. And sometimes we make it harder because we don't understand. You know, if I would have known what my indicators were telling me years ago, I may not be here talking and I may not even have cancer. So you say, you know, Corey, you got cancer and you talking all this. What happened to you? I didn't know everything. I didn't know certain things that I needed to know that my indicators were there. It was telling me that you don't watch this. And that's why you just can't look at your weight. You got, quote unquote, skinny people unhealthy. You got people are overweight. 
that are more healthy, um, um, healthy. But weight in itself, we know, is bad, even just for your joints. And if you're saying all oh, your your indicators are in great line, you know, they line up, the indicators are good. And, and if you're not on any medications, hey, keep keep going. But if you want to just, you know, look different, then let's get the weight off. But if you're saying your indicators are good, but you're on drugs or medication, are you really being honest with yourself? And is that where you want to be? And it's nothing wrong. I'm going to talk. I'm just talking to those that those have called me and say, I want to get off of this. Okay. So, cause it's not easy. It's not easy. So again, get your list, you know, get the BMI, get all those things that will help you find out where you are for your health. Okay. Measure yourself. Get a scale. You gotta start. You gotta. St you gotta start recording it. Now there are some great apps that are out there. Okay, you know, and, I, and most of the things I'm going to show you are manual stuff. And I use I use a lot of the apps, but I want us to kind of understand it, so I'm gonna show it to you manually. You know, I, I I remember when my girls were in school, and I'm gonna turn that back on, and excuse me, and they were taking math, and then I remember that they were using calculators, and I was like, "What y'all doing using calculators?" It's like, "Oh yeah, we can use calculators for everything now," and I'm like, "What?" So I'm just old school that you learn how to do math problems manually, then you go to the calculator. But they say, hey, it, it works. They learn just as much as not more. But I've seen people get stuck because they couldn't figure their way out. And see, that's when you really become an expert. You know, my brother used to tell me, you know, we, you know a lot of us can hang sheetrock and maybe even tape and mud. But when we got those those sharp corners and have to cut these things out and cut it out backwards, you know, to to get it to fit, you know, your measurements are upside down. That's a little different. See, that's where the experience comes in. And so that's why I want to make sure we understand that these things that we do, being an expert, be an expert with our own body, and we use doctors and, and reading materials to kind of help us through. Okay, so I want to encourage you to start becoming an expert of your own body. It's okay. And I want us to be able to converse together to get each other through it because we're going to get opposition saying what you don't have to do 
oh, this person did it. They didn't have to do that. You know, to kind of disqualify you. Or to say it's okay. And you live in, under the exception as the rule. Before you know it, you know, you're doing the same old thing. Okay, so let's, let's work together. And I want you to go out to my my podcast out to coreymoody.podbean.com. I got videos and attachments there. You know, I want you to listen to me on Facebook, which is some of you are also live on YouTube. And listen on Wednesday, I do a financial series with the Renaissance Fellowship with the Edward Cheney. And it's a little different than this. But I know that the indicators for your health are there if you want them. And it's mental. They say so many things we do are mental. And I've come to see that it's even more in our life. That is so mental. So let's walk walk through this together. And I want to thank you for tuning in. And you know, I'm gonna keep motivating you on to, to lose your weight and, and you know, send me something and let me know what's going on so I could, you know, we can talk about it. I won't mention your name, we can keep it anonymous. And what I'll do is start having you, you know, sign in. You know, so, you know, you can have the comments and, and you kind of see what's going on. And, and, and maybe we can, you know, we can help each other because I need the help too. This is not easy. I can tell you that. This is a struggle. This is a struggle. But it's good though. I'm as happy, I'm as free as I've been in my whole life. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I just want to pass it on. And if I can help, please let me know. So, BMI chart, do your measurements. And when we come back next year, I mean next week, we're going to expand on it. I'm going to give you some dietary uh, and nutrition things. Even some recipes of things to eat and cook. So, I want to thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a good rest of your Sunday. And good night. Thank you.